Hey, it's the Left Coasters podcast. I'm Dangles. I'm Brian. And I am Tony. And you can find the Left Coasters on Facebook as well as Instagram at the Left Coasters podcast. Always hit us up with your comments and your questions and we will get them on the show. Thank you for listening. It is good to be a Boston sports fan here on week seven of the Les Coasters podcast. My name is Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio. I am joined, as always, by Tony Cavallo, Brian the Ballerina, Balzarini. We are headed into week seven of the NFL season, and if you are a Patriots fan like me, ooh, do you feel good after a 43-40 to Patriots victory at home in front of the Patriot faithful at Gillette. A gunslinging, punch-for-punch, haymaker-for-haymaker game where you saw these teams going back and forth. And Patrick Mahomes mounts an incredible second-half comeback. And, oh, by the way, the Boston Red Sox also won 7-5 to against the Houston Astros to uh, uh, split the series 1-1. Love to see a Dodgers-Red Sox World Series, fellas. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, but we've got a ton of football to go through this week, uh, including, uh, part, speaking of that Patriots-Chiefs game, we're going to talk a little bit later on uh, about which quarterbacks we would trust in that situation. About three minutes left in the game, you know, you're down, or you're, you're tied, rather, and you need your quarterback to drive you down the field which of the starting quarterbacks in the NFL do we trust to get the job done and which ones are we probably not going to put our money down on that will be the question but first guys we got to recap the game of the week the Patriots hang on 43 to 40 on the foot of Steven Guskowski. They're able to sneak one out at home against a very high-powered Chiefs offense. Well, congratulations, Dangles. I think that was a great intro to the show. But I'll let Wonderful. Brian. I'll let Brian go first because I want to know, Brad guy, as a Detroit Lions fan, do you think in your lifetime you're ever going to have a night that Dangles just had where the the Lions win a huge game to take over against the first place team in the NFC and at the same time the Tigers are winning some ALCS game? Do you think it's ever going to happen for you? I hold out hope. I, I thought about <laughs> it when you were uh, playing your music. I didn't know what you were playing beforehand, so when I heard it immediately I was like, oh, this must be sweet. This must feel extra special uh, this Monday. Yes, I do. I really do believe. I, I, I thought to myself there is going to be a time in which I get to – to show off my my pride for the Detroit area, and uh, it may be a little bit different. It might be the Red Wings. It might be oh. might be the Pistons. But I think I think there will be a day the Detroit Lions will have their glory. It's it, it, it's a statistical. It, it was it, remarkable. It, it's it's got to be. It's got to happen at some point. So yeah, I it's think it's remarkable. Happen. It just consistently happens to Boston. It seems every year something like this happens where like the Bruins and Celtics are both in the playoffs at the same time. It just always happens. Dangles, I will say. Don't uh, get too easy because the Patriots have a huge game this week, and it also could coincide with what could be Game 7 of that Houston Red Sox series. So you could be in for another Sunday night in front of two TVs going left, right, right, left, yeah, left, the, right. Yeah, the Bears should not be overlooked, absolutely. Nope. They are an excellent defense, even though they weren't able to squeak it out in overtime against Brocktoberfest and the Miami Dolphins. What a game. Uh, what a game that was. Man, uh, if you start, if you were one of the 0.2% of people who started Albert Wilson in your uh, yeah. <laughs> fantasy league, yeah. you, uh, you were reaping the rewards. 
yards yesterday. But no, I mean, yeah, yesterday was great. But hey, look, there was a lot of yards put up on the board, a lot of points put up on the board. And sure, you know, maybe you can go punch for punch with Kansas City in the biggest game of the year. But there's going to be other teams, you know, like we saw earlier this year with the Jaguars and the Lions where, you know, they can sneak one away on the Patriots. Yeah. So they should not sort of – and I know that they won't. I know that Coach and, and Tom are, are, are definitely not going to rest on their laurels. And, and, you know, Tom had a couple of – you know, he had a strip you – know, the, the fumble there that is late, and he, he was kind of irritated about that. Um, but, but yeah. But it, it, at the same time, it boils down to what wins you games here is that it, you have to have a quarterback who is not only efficient and good but is also intelligent. And that whole game can be boiled down to one thing. Tom Brady has the ball and wins it in the end. That's it. It's that simple. Three-minute drive to end the game. Tom Brady wins with house money every time. I mean, we're watching this in, in my living room on Sunday night, and I remember looking at the clock and after after the Chiefs tied it up at 40, and I said out loud, I'm not worried. No. I'm not worried at That's all. That's the worst part for me because I had money on the Chiefs. I said on this podcast last week that the Chiefs would win, and I'm sitting there watching, rooting against the Patriots going, this is a fool's errand. I've seen this a million times. The mm-hmm. Patriots don't this lose this ends. game. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So I did want to talk about, in this little recap Tuesday section, before we hit up the gravestones, I did want to talk about, we saw it again on Monday night, a quarterback in a situation where his team is tied. You have the ball with minutes remaining, maybe a timeout, maybe no timeouts. And not only do you take all the time off of the clock and kick a last-second field goal, but you do it and achieve perfection. How many quarterbacks in the league do you fully trust can do this? I'm not saying you'd bet your life on it. I'm saying you you, you feel that you'd be okay with them as your starting quarterback. I put them in sort of a, a little bit of a tiers section. I can take, I think I can take five right now that are guarantees, and I want to know if you two guys would have any disagreements with these five guarantees. Again, this is talking about at the end of the game, your team is tied, you have a quarterback with two minutes left, they're going to win you the game. I think the five guarantees that you'd be okay with them as your quarterback are Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, and Big Ben. I think those are five automatics. Granted, they may not be the best quarterback in the world, but I think in that situation with the clout that they have, those are five guarantees. Sam, again, one more time. Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Big Ben, Matty Ice, Matt Ryan. Agreed. Fantastic. Absolutely. Those are those are probably the five where if I had to put my life down on it, I would say those, those are lifers. Know, those yeah. are those are absolutely yes. lifers. But then we're starting to move into a little bit of uncharted territory. Absolutely. The next five I have, I don't think I'd bet my life on it, but I'd be okay with it. I got two young guns here in Carson Wentz and Andrew Luck. I also have some oldies but goodies, Phil Rivers. I have Russell Wilson, and I have Pretty Jimmy out of San Fran. Now, those five guys, I have, I'm okay with them as my quarterback in this you know, situation. You I'm, I'm missing, I'm still missing one name here who, who, who I feel like, you know, at least from that game alone, should be maybe considered a little bit more high up, and that is Patrick Mahomes. I mean, they were down 24-9 at the half. That was a really impressive job by this kid. And I read that he was, some of his teammates were saying he was a little bit overhyped coming into this game. He was a little too amped up, yeah. and he settled down a little bit in the second half, and that's when you saw him really start to get that composure. He had the touchdown pass to Kareem Hunt right yeah. off the bat there. That was that was scary starting out if you're sitting on my side of the fence. But um, Mahomes, I think, showed that he's got that capability potentially too. Is he in this next tier? Well, I have Mahomes sort of separated with some younger guns to talk about at length, and I will talk about Mahomes in a second. But as for the five I just mentioned, Carson, Andrew Luck, Phil Rivers, Russell Wilson, Jimmy G, Brian said no. Who are you saying no to? I wouldn't put Andrew Luck in that group. Really? I wouldn't. Andrew Luck destroyed the Jets. It just so happened he had a defense play of papier-mâché people I think back. being a fourth quarter comeback kind of guy is not just one game or two games or three games, but kind of a career thing. Well, well, and I, I'm I'm blown away. Matt Stafford is not in this group. Blown away. 
Uh, uh, okay, fine. We'll we'll move on to Matt Stafford because he's in my next tier. He's of, let his own ele- fair share of fourth have, quarter He is tied with Joe he Montana. <laughs> he is tied with Joe Montana all time at number at number eleven. Yeah, and at the same time, if I'm sitting there going, listen, I could either have Andrew Luck or Matt Stafford run this drive. I'm picking Andrew oh, Luck ten Matt times Stafford out of ten. I think I'm picking Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford all day. Good in my in, in my Keep opinion, talking. I think Matt Stafford will throw a pick. No. So Matt Stafford's in my next group, and there's eight people here of the of the maybes. And uh, one of the guys who just made this maybe group from last week alone was Cam Newton because Cam Newton against Washington Redskins stunk. Give you a maybe. And at the end of the at the end of the fourth quarter, he had the ball in his hands, had a chance to go down and win. And what did he do? He didn't do it. He didn't make it. So Cam's in the maybe group for me. I also have our L.A. Rams own Jared Goff in the maybe group because I think he can do it. I'd probably end up saying yes, but he's still he's you young. Know, you still don't know where that mistake's coming. We remember week two of last year, he had the drive going down, throwing interception, staring Cooper Cup down the middle. Maybe he's changed. Maybe he's better. He hasn't been in the position so far this year. We'll see, and we'll talk a little bit more about that when we get into our uh, Rams recap and, and preview of next week's games on Thursday's edition. But uh, he's not been passing the ball particularly well, statistically speaking, the last couple of games. Well, so, last, you last know, game was, was tough. So they, they played them really well in the last is, game. I think they're showing, I, I guess what I'm saying is I think that it, sh- that it shows that there are a little bit of, and, and that the fact that he's not performing at the super high level that we see on a regular basis makes me think that there might be cons- some consistency issues when you call on him in the fourth quarter uh-huh. when the chips are down. Uh, he is uh, 71st overall in NFL history with 14 fourth quarter comebacks. He is tied with Derek Carr. Who? Cam Newton. Oh, Cam Newton. Yeah, well, okay, fine. You you play the seasons long enough, you're going to get more fourth quarter comebacks. Joe, Joe Flacco has a million of them. He ain't in this tier. Yeah, Joe is uh, – we'll get to Joe. Keep going. So uh, the next guy's in these maybe tier, and we can talk about Stafford right now. Stafford on me was the top of this maybe tier, and you love Stafford. You'd put him in the guarantee. Well, he's got 20 uh, – uh, Matt Stafford's got 26 all-time compared to Joe Flacco, who has 18. Yeah. So Joe Flacco, who's played more games, had a longer career, has fewer fourth-quarter comebacks. Ten or roughly nine. To be, okay, to I be mean, uh, maybe I got Stafford ranked a little bit too low here. I don't know that I would put him in the sure thing tier, but I definitely rank him higher than you had him ranked. I think he is somebody second who, tier for sure. He's definitely in that second tier of guys who I would I would be because because I would almost trust him more than I would trust Phil Rivers in a lot of senses. I think Phil Rivers, if you put the, if you give me a, a name game of Phil Rivers or Matt Stafford, who's more likely to throw a pick in a two minute drill, I think Phil Rivers and, and mm. to and to bolster that argument phil rivers is 24 all time he's several spots behind matt stafford now mind you matt uh, uh, philip rivers has got four extra five extra years on matt stafford for sure but again and he's a gunslinger and he's been behind in terms of uh the types of games he's been in he's been he's been behind the eight ball a lot in his career yeah but there's been seasons where phil rivers has had a 13 and 3 team who was never trailed behind in a, the game all season where matt stafford is always behind because his team consistently uh, i stinks. understand that but but the chargers have been just as futile in a lot of ways that as the detroit lions have in the last 15 years so the the next four guys I have in this tier of the maybes, the guys that have to think about it before I put money down. Uh, Kirk Cousins, I have Alex Smith, I have Deshaun Watson, and I have Dak Prescott. I know you guys aren't going to agree with Dak. and But um, the other four that I just mentioned, they're maybes. Are they, am I ranking them too high or too Deshaun low? Deshaun Watson's too high. Too high. 
See, it's so funny to hear that because last year I would absolutely have not said that. Like, oh know, yeah, I Watson's mean, a guarantee. I mean, yeah, he would have been a guarantee last year, but this season I, I think he's, I think he's, he's probably around that right yeah. spot. He's still, he's got the skills. I just, I don't know. He's I, a little I don't think cold right now. The pieces now. haven't been coming together for for the Houston Texans. I think their biggest problem is they haven't been able to establish themselves on the ground, and that hasn't allowed Deshaun Watson to open up the passing game. They should have lost much. that Buffalo game. If Josh oh, Allen doesn't get hurt, they're losing that Buffalo. If the game. Bills aren't the Bills, yeah. That game, yeah. that Nathan game. Nathan Peterman lost them that game. Exactly, exactly. Th- this one poor, surprised poor Nathan Peterman. This one surprised me. Where did you have Dalton? Do you have Dalton in any of that? Dalton's uh, in the next tier. His, we'll get to him. His his comebacks are crazy. I uh, understand. Cincy has had a lot of crazy comebacks in their time, but if I'm talking about a would singular never game, this. Would if never I'm, have if I'm this. talking about a singular game, before we move on to Dalton, a singular game of maybes, Dak, Alex Smith, Deshaun Kirk, they're all on the same field for me. Okay. Um, and we're and we're assuming that of course all of this that they have their team out sure, there, right? Sure, we're sure. not we're not just looking at the quarterback in a vacuum. We are looking sure, sure. at if they, you know. I'm, I'm thinking more so of a vacuum, said, but you I can think, think of your team too. I, that that said, I think Dak Prescott is probably a bit too high, just because even if, even if he is good, I think he as a quarterback okay. with the right pieces would be capable of leading a comeback like that. But the, I mean, and hey, their passing offense showed up against the Jaguars. They were they were definitely there for the first time all season long. Um, I just don't think on a regular basis. That I would trust the ball in Dak Prescott's hand with the weapons he has. Okay, so I'm uh, again. We haven't talked about any of the young kids because they're coming at the end. I'm going to jump over this Dalton tier and go to the final tier. I have three guys I, I took out and said there is no chance. They're in the Vince McMahon tier. No chance that I agree that they can win this game. Uh, one of them's done it before, Eli Manning. The other one, Mitch Trubisky, and the third one, Ryan Tannehill. The, I, you couldn't pay me money to put money on them to win in the fourth. Not quarter. right now. No. No. Absolutely. No. Not. What Absolutely. about Brock Osweiler? No, also a no. <laughs> also a no. Eli Manning's got a crazy. He's eleventh. He's got a crazy eleventh, career. Eleventh all time. Yeah, yeah. But he stinks today. Yeah. Uh, and then I got a I got a handful here in this tier that's a probably not my probably not tier. One of them's Andy Dalton. I also got Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston forever entwined. I also have Joe Flacco. Probably not. I have Blake Bortles. Probably not. I have Case Keenum and I have Derek Carr. Right now today. Those, uh, what, seven names, I, if you had said you have a fourth quarter, you have a tie game, you must go win the game, I'm going to go. I don't think it's going to happen. No. Am I wrong? I, no, I agree with all those. I agree with all no, those. No, I, I think so, too. Um, it's it's wild that Flacco, a Super Bowl winner, is that far down the list. You and know, he has he a good was, team this yeah, year. Yeah, he does. It, he was, I mean, Michael Crabtree was absolutely torturing uh, 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 the Tennessee defense. Malcolm Butler, in fact, was the one who was getting tortured by, by Michael Crabtree all day long. Yeah, he's got some guys to throw to. He really does, and he's done it before. It's just right now for me, if I had to be a betting man, I don't think it's going to happen. You're bringing up Dalton, though, Brian. What do you want to talk about well, uh, the Dalton, red rifle here? Well, what's interesting about him is he's got 20 comebacks. That's uh, compared to Tom Brady's 35, mm-hmm. uh, but quite a bit more than that's more than Joe Flacco, Alex Smith, Russell Wilson, Derek Carr, Cam Newton, Andrew Luck, Ryan Tannehill, and Aaron Rodgers. So you said it's more than Russell Wilson, yet Russell Wilson, you guys gave me no guff on being in that second tier of, yeah, I'd bet money on him. Well, because Russell Wilson has played for some damn good teams. Yeah. Damn good I teams. Trust I trust him because I've consistently seen him. I I would love to know what the what the loss record is too. When, yeah. When, you know how many how many fourth quarters have you lost? Yeah, I would love uh, to know that your too. team because I would argue that while uh, Aaron Rodgers is very low at twelve. By the way, that, let's call it thirteen now. Yeah. Um, he's probably he's probably lost his team a, a count of zero times in the fourth quarter compared with 
like somebody like Andy Dalton, who's probably lost his, his team a at least a couple times. playoff games. Times. You know what I mean? All right, let's talk about the five young guys. Again, I just gave you guys five tiers. The the Brady tier was guaranteed. I had the, the Carson Wentz tier, the Andrew Luck tier of, yeah, I'd bet money on him. The middle tier where Matthew Stafford was the lead guy of the, I uh, start to question it. I had the Andy Dalton tier of probably not, and then I had the Eli Manning tier of, get out of here, no chance. So, again, I got five young quarterbacks here. One of them's Patrick Mahomes. Dangles, you're saying you put him in the guarantee tier? I'm not saying I'm not necessarily saying that. I think I'm just saying that he made a case to be a little bit higher up on that list yeah. against the Patriots. That's if you can ceiling. lead if you can lead a comeback like that in Gillette, where yeah. the Patriots I think had won eighty eight straight games when they were leading by fourteen or more at halftime. Like Pressure's that's on, baby. that's insane. And they were down by thirteen points and he came out there cool as a cucumber and he just and started he had... dropping dimes on on all of his receivers. And that was after a terrible start to the game for him. A couple of picks for him, a couple of missed he throws. Could have, throws. He could have packed up he shook it off. where he looked like a real rookie. Like yeah, this he shook was, it off. It was you know? scary when you know you're looking at something special when he gets out of the pocket, you get excited. Yeah. You know, there's not too many times in the fourth quarter where you see a guy scrambling and going, oh, God, this is going to be bad. So you're not quite putting him in guarantee, but you feel good he's, putting he's, money he's on him. He's probably the yeah, second I, I, I think so. I, uh, unless he's playing an absolute stud of a defensive team. Yeah. You know, I, I think. And even even then, I mean, he tore, the, he tore the Jaguars up. Yeah. But then again, I don't know that the Jaguars' defense uh, is, is, turmoil, defense, defense is turmoil, quite as good. Whose defense would you really feel would be a scary matchup with Patrick Mahomes? Format Patrick Mahomes, maybe Chicago, but they got fucking I like, jacked. Uh, I mean, I think the Chicago, I think the Chicago rush. That, I think that Baltimore I mean, defense is quite good. I mean, They're very good. The 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 Broncos sacked Jared Goff five times the, on Sunday. Their pass rush is as good as anybody's in the NFL. They, they, they stink on every DBs. other level of the, of the Mahomes, football. But I mean, you know, he could he he's also tough out of the pocket. If if the Goff uh, the pocket collapses on Jared Goff, he's a sitting duck. That's yeah. true. Um, All so, right, so we're putting Mahomes in the second tier. Let's go to uh, the worst young QB so far. Josh Allen, where are you putting him? I don't think he's Andy in the Dalton. Eli tier. An- Andy yeah. Dalton. I-, I like Josh Allen more than I thought I would. He's got some gusto. I would have been interested to see what he would have been capable yes. of had yes. he been in the yes. game uh, and not Nathan Peterman. <laughs> uh, we-, we don't know at the time of recording whether Allen will be back in time for next week. It was a weird injury that took him out, but Nathan Peterman, God, we thought the Bills were bad. Just wait till Nathan Peterman's out there. Let's go to Sam I Am Darnold. Sam Donald, who has won some games but with his arm, he's also lost some games with his arm. He's definitely a rookie. He's most certainly the youngest quarterback to ever start an NFL game. Where would you put him if you were a betting man? Two minutes left. His team is tied. Sam Donald has the ball. Where are you thinking? In the probably not tier, honestly. The I mean, Andy I, I think tier? the one. I think uh, the someday tier potentially. I think he's probably. <laughs> I think he's in that Andy Dalton Created tier. A tier. I, I like def- it. With 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 like you know with a green arrow next to his name pointing upward. Yeah. Like I think he's on the rise. I like I like what I see. Like he makes rookie mistakes. He makes young kid mistakes. Yeah. There there are reads he makes where I'm like, or he where he either just you know when he's throwing an interception and it's just I mean come on like dude you got to make that read or so, he, or he sails a guy. So I, I'm thinking before we get too far on Donald talking about Baker and Rosen too. I think it's the same thing. I think they're all in that Andy Dalton tier. Yeah, I don't think anybody's really r- risen their name to prominence in this. In this, they're all ranking, so young, and they all, so young. we don't have enough. We don't have enough game tape on any Correct. one of them. I think to really make that judgment. I, I if I had to, if we had to bet on one of those players being the guy who I'd want, I want Josh Rosen. Like I know Out I've said a lot, but if you get if you said, hey, you got you got two minutes, you got to win the game. Which one of those quarterbacks uh, of Sam Darnold, uh, Josh Rosen, Baker Mayfield, and Josh Allen? 
I'm picking Josh I Rosen. I'm picking Baker or Darnold, honestly. That's Ro- Rosen, you know, can, he's got Rosen a pretty ball. Have you seen what he's done with Arizona? It's really impressive. Ball. He really does. Rosen can stand tall and fire. I'm telling you, that's a feisty team. That team will not go down without a fight, and neither will San Fran. Uh, uh, C.J. Beathard, before we before we put the ice on this, C.J. Hey, Beathard man. played really well Monday Good night. I, I where would you put C.J. Beathard? This is, I mean, look, he threw, I mean, I mean, I think we saw where you'd put C.J. Beathard. A yeah. Perfect example <laughs> on Monday night when he had the opportunity to win the game and instead threw, threw a, a really bad interception. Yeah, like, it, was bad it wasn't just bad, but, but Kevin King was able to get, like, all the way inside on this receiver, and, like, he never had it. Whoever he was throwing to never had a chance to yeah, pick this I mean, ball up. Then again, it was the same thing that, uh, 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 Patrick Mahomes threw to Tyree Kill. Patrick Mahomes just put enough air on the ball to let his receiver run under it. And Beathard didn't make the throw. And Kevin King just sort of caught a punt. <laughs> well, the thing that, it, that the thing that you miss on that play is the tight end coming across the middle. But the guy that blitzed it, it, off for Green Bay and got in his face, he didn't have enough wherewithal to get away out of the pocket and, and roll out and throw to a wide-open tight end. That 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 all said about C.J. Beathard, I think he is probably about as reliable and solid a backup as you can find in yes, the NFL. Yeah. Like, if my guy, if my main guy goes down, if Tom Brady goes down, I, I'm hitting the fire alarm because Brian Hoyer's coming in and all <laughs> hope is lost. I guarantee you, Buffalo, I mean, <laughs> Buffalo wishes they had C.J. Beathard. Well, that's so what I'm does, saying. Uh, like, so does the New York football Giants, any I think. any team, I would be, because, I, I, yeah, because if I had Beathard and I'm on the Giants, he would have been trotted out there two weeks ago uh-huh, you know uh-huh. so I, I mean i think i think if you if you're gonna lose your quarterback beathard is about as comfortable as a guy that you could really have you have your team fall into and he's proven it time and time again uh well hey at least after going through all these quarterbacks i'm happy to say i'm not a giants fan that's just uh, where <laughs> i sorry, am LJ. uh speaking of dead teams let's move on to everybody's favorite section everybody's favorite game it is time to do the gravestones left coasters Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Gravestones. This is the game each week where each host decides to take a team and put them deep into the ground and state they will not make the playoffs this 2018 season. We've been doing this every week. Every week we pick one team. The key is a host that goes first has free reign, can take whoever they want. The hosts that follow cannot choose a team that's already been chosen that week. That's where the game is played, and I am in the odd position, a position I haven't been in all year, where I'm going third because I stunk last week in the weekly pick'em. The man going first had the best record so far this season in the weekly pick'em, and that man is Matthew Dangles D'Angelo Antonio. Dangles, uh, what conference will we be going in this week? The AFC. The AFC, indeed. Me and Brian are very happy. Dangles had the chance to put the pressure on it, and he did not. He did not do it. it. Very happy, very happy indeed. So let's move on to the AFC gravestones. Mr. D'Angelo Antonio, in the past weeks, you've killed the Buffalo Bills and the Indianapolis Colts. Please step up to the altar and make your third selection to throw into the deep, dark ground. My first thought was to go with the NFC, because I know exactly who I would have killed. You should have. However, in a week of football, where a team lost so badly on foreign soil that their quarterback was crying, getting up off the ground, visibly sobbing, I saw no other option but to choose the AFC and kill the woeful Oakland Raiders. He was if you missed this, this shot, this camera grab, Derek Carr was being pulled up off the ground 
uh, at Wembley with a look of just pure angst <laughs> and and heartbreak because the Raiders suck so god awfully. Sorry, Chucky. It's not your season. Okay. Ballerina, we turn to you. In past weeks, you've also killed those Buffalo Bills and the Sam Darnold-led New York Jets. You cannot kill the Raiders, but the rest are open to choose. Please give us your selection. I wish... I wish we could make an exception and I could kill the Oakland Raiders because he was crying. <laughs> it's terrible. I gotta watch this again. I, however, will be killing the Indianapolis Colts at 1-5 and five, at the bottom of the AFC South behind 3-3 three and 3-3 three, three and 3 and again 3-3 three and three. there is no way they're getting out of that division and out of the conference good night Andrew Luck maybe again next year with a new head coach okay it's my turn now and in past weeks, I've killed the division-leading Cincinnati Bengals and those crybaby Raiders. This week, I will take a team and put them not only into my grave, but into the grave pool. Because now all of us have killed the Buffalo Bills. And no one circles the wagons quite like Josh Allen. And maybe next year, kid. Because you've proven that you can play in this league. But this year... You will not be making the playoffs in 2018. And that was Gravestones. Okay, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to our Tuesday show of the Left Coasters podcast. As always, Tony Cavallo, Matthew Dangos, Daniel Antonio, Brian, the ballerina, Balzarini. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at the Left Coasters podcast. You can hit us up on email, theleftcoasterspodcast at gmail.com with your questions and comments. We will address them on the show. We'll be back on Thursday with talk about the battle for LA, breaking down the two great running backs that Los Angeles has to offer, and our week seven pick'em where we have a new leader in town it may have been the man who let off gravestones he's on a hot streak but again thank you for joining us and see you on thursday and finally oh all right all right not ramming we know what we're doing now okay three two one chargers charge Hi, this is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotis, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. 
You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, yeah. right? And, yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? <laughs> the Bigfoot thing is people have seen these, and, and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Chapotas. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.